UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans, since 1999. Hello. Welcome to this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. And in the shadow of Michigan's stunning defeat in the Peach Bowl, some more bad news. I think a big surprise for everyone. Defensive line coach Greg Madison has left Michigan, and not only left Michigan, but left for our bitter rival, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Well, Andy, what do you think about this one? Well, I'm very sorry to lose Greg Madison. I think he was a total asset to the team. Players loved him, and he seemed to produce good, or he did produce good defensive lines for the for his entire tenure there. What I don't like about the thing mostly is that he's gone to Ohio State. I wouldn't care if he went almost any place else in the world, but I'll be damned if I liked him going to them because he'll be a source of information. He'll know everything about our, our defense in the upcoming battles that we have with him, and I'm sure that he'll be uh, honorable and support his employer, and that won't be the University of Michigan. So that part I'm I'm, I'm I'm sorry about. And another thing, uh, I think that he, I'm just pure speculation, but I think that he left probably because he felt walled off by Brown above him. He couldn't go any place, and he didn't call any plays uh, at Michigan, and he's going to do that in conjunction with another coordinator, defensive coordinator at Ohio State, so that's kind of a step up to him. I think it's a respect thing. I agree with you that I don't think the money really is involved. He had a good half a million dollar salary or more, and uh, he's done this for maybe, like you say, respect. Well, I'll tell you, it really it surprises me. Because, you know, here was a guy who, like you said, had been here, you know, his, his first tour here, uh, left for Notre Dame. And when he came back under Brady Hoke, uh, you know, said all the right things, you know, did a nice job, was one of the holdovers, and was retained by Jim Harbaugh. And, and I'll tell you, Andy, I mean, you've talked to Greg Madison, as I have. I, yep, sure. I I questioned, you know, when he came in and, and went from, you know, was demoted from defensive coordinator down to defensive line coach. Right. I remember asking him if there was a, if there was any conflict with the players because, you know, he used to be running the defense and now he was a just a position coach, and and sure. he gave all the right answers and it seemed like that like as you said the players liked him, and that he had found you know, a very valuable niche in the Michigan defense, and he seemed to be doing a good job. So Good recruiter, too. Oh, and, and, I, and I think, you know, the one thing that strikes me is, you know, here you have, you know, the shakeup down in Ohio State, and, you know, uh, you know, the thing we need to mention, too, is that Greg Schiano is leaving Ohio State, and, uh, again, it, an interesting shakeup down there, um, again, it, it the Michigan-Ohio State game is always personal. It's always a grudge match. To me, this is a, a shot across the bow that uh, it's really personal now. 
and I, and I don't know yeah. I don't know how Jim Harbaugh can take it any other way. Well, it's, it's one thing looking up last time that Harbaugh reorganized last year, he did a pretty good job of it. Everybody but the offense seemed to be straightened out there. Uh, they got some good coaches, and one of them was from, well, it was Warner from Ohio State. I can't remember, thought he was at one time anyway from there. So we, this will, it kind of goes along with some other worries that came out of the, of the, of the Peach Bowl. Like, the four people that were missing, uh, you know, that didn't think enough of the game to play in it, uh, like Karan Higdon really hurt them, I thought, and Bush, of course, was hurt, but all that. There, there seemed to be a little dissatisfaction there that we hadn't noticed during the season. We, I always thought that they were a very, very solid team, a brotherhood, would battle for each other, and everything, and that kind of threw a little bit of a wrench in the way I think about that now. So, and when you lose, when losing pops up, there comes uh, some dissension always. So, but uh, one other rumor that's going around is that Ohio State has uh, offered Al Washington too. Yeah, and, and again, you know that that's another, yet another shot across the bow. You know, the thing that surprises me, you know, about the Madison thing. Is that, and again, I, I think Greg Madison's a great coach. I thought he was a great defensive coordinator, but he's a good man too. But it didn't seem like Ohio State had that, all that much trouble with our defense. So, on one hand, I look at this and I go, "Well, it, it's a compliment that they want to take your coach, right?" Um, it, it, it's a surprise for somebody who who seemed as true blue and seemed to really relish the opportunity to come back to Michigan and come back to Ann Arbor. Again, it, it surprises me that he would go to Ohio State. You know, there has to be another story here. Um, but, but again, I, I keep coming back to, well, on one hand, Ohio State didn't have a trouble, you know, man, managing our defense. But they're going to they're gonna take our defensive line coach, and, oh, and, and they're going to make this offer to our linebacker coach. And again, I don't know how you you take that as anything but a shot against Harbaugh, you know. And, and you know, part of it too is so it's one thing if if you were going, you know, I, I think it would be better if you were going to Urban Meyer, if you were going to a coach who had won, you know, multiple national championships, and it was definitely a, a an upgrade. You know, here you're going to, you know, he's going to go report to a first-time, um, you know, head coach. And, and on one hand, I can understand how they would want him to bring that kind of stability. Definitely the recruiting, um, you know, ties that he has. Mm-hmm. But but it really seems like a like a cheap shot. And, and again, I, I you know, I, I actually understand, you know, you, you know, you mentioned that Al Washington – has been offered a job. I get that yep. more. I mean, there's a guy who has ties to Ohio State. Um, you know, uh, again, uh, you know, his dad played at, at Ohio State. He's from Columbus, Ohio. Um, you know, he has he has ties to Ohio State's new coach. 
I mean, I, I get that. I understand that. I don't understand the Madison thing. And, again, I, I like Greg Madison a lot, but I, I really don't know what I would even say to him at this point. I mean, you know, um, now the thing that I would hope is that, you know, the last time he left, uh, you know, it was right before Michigan won their national championship and, and uh, he was not missed. So I think we need to hope for a, a similar you know, outcome now, but wow, what a, you know, if, if, if the Michigan, Ohio, if there wasn't enough bad blood between Michigan and Ohio State, this just adds to it. I, I would have expected uh, Greg to uh, retire rather than than uh, go to a place like Ohio State, because that'll be a no-win situation for him, too. That's going to be a tough job. Their defense without Bosa wasn't so sterling this year, it had its ups and downs, and it's a rebuilding job. And I don't know what kind of shape Shiano left that in, but uh, it sounds to me like it's going to be a hard job, and and you're going to have to live in Columbus. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't trade Ann Arbor for Columbus on for any amount of pay. It really, again, it really surprises me, you know, and I don't, uh, listen, I, I never begrudge a guy leaving for a better job, you know, if, if that's what Greg Madison really thinks Ohio State is. But, again, at his age, you know, he, he's in his late 60s, um, you know, he's been paid very well by Michigan. I, I just can't believe this is a money thing. I, I think, you know, as you mentioned, as we kind of touched on it, there has to be some other story here. Um, either he didn't ha- he didn't have as much input into Don Brown's defense um, as he wanted, or or you know perhaps you know and again we're in the land of perhaps here, you know you know it's one thing oh. to be an assistant on a top defense that's getting it done, and um, you know it's another thing to be an assistant on a defense that that got rocked by Ohio State and and then Florida. So again, I you know I believe. You know, the, the the one thing I do believe is that Greg Madison has enough ties to the media covering Michigan that at some point this story will come out. I, I don't sure. expect it to come out right away, but I, I think you agree with me, Andy, that, that something just doesn't smell right here. That's right. I, I would have thought he would retire rather than take a job like that. But we shouldn't be down about it because Harbaugh has, just last year, done an excellent job filling his coaching positions with the possible exception of not naming an offensive coordinator, and that kind of galls me. The year before, he didn't have a receiver's coach, and that galled me too. So, But he does some things I don't understand sometimes, but in general, he's been pretty good at gathering a decent crew around him. That reorganization last year was extensive, and it was really needed, and it happened. I think they'll find a good defensive line coach, and I think they got the bodies there to be this year a good defensive line. So I have some hope for the, you know, I don't think it's going down the tubes, and I think we'll get somebody good to take care of it. You know, I agree with you. Harbaugh has not had a problem replenishing the ranks of his assistant coaches. Um, 
again, the timing, you know, again, I, I guess, you know, it could have been worse. It could have been before the, the new early signing day. So I guess mm-hmm. on, on one hand, uh, the timing wasn't so bad. It is interesting right. that, you know, at the bowl, Harbaugh said that he didn't anticipate any changes to his staff. And, you know, we already, you know, this is obviously a huge change to the staff. Um, Washington would another would be another uh, huge change to the staff. Um, and then you have, of course, that McIlwain left, uh, you know, wide receiver coach left to be the coach at Central. So, you know, when he said he didn't anticipate any changes, I, I kind of, you know, my eyes rolled back a little bit, but I certainly didn't expect anything this big. Um, you know, again, it's, it's as the world turns here in Ann Arbor, as the, uh, you know, uh, well, and and uh, University of Michigan institution just left because everybody respected Greg. Everybody, like all of the players, seemed to like him. He was a good recruiter and everything. But he did take a step down when Brown came in and and became defensive coordinator, and he stepped down to just be a position coach. That was quite a drop, and I can see where that might, after a while, gall him. No doubt. Want to no doubt. He has more state. But it's all, the story will come out, but we won't know it tomorrow. And uh, what we're seeing now is just raw speculation, but based on some facts, too. You know, the other interesting thing is that I do have to laugh because, uh, first, Shiano is out at the at Ohio State, and good riddance to him. You know, the no. the rumors about, him being aware of what was happening at Penn State and not saying anything, um, I think is as you know those rumors are going to follow him for quite a while, and yeah. uh, perhaps the the off the field problems that Ohio State had with with one of their other assistants, maybe it was just time to clean house. Um, but the thing that I do find interesting is that you know there's been a lot of drama at Michigan about you know who's really running the offense, right? Well, yes. so on one hand, you have to believe that Greg Madison saw that and, you know, I'm sure had some thoughts about that. Well, he uh, leaves Michigan to be a co-defensive coordinator with Jeff mm-hmm. Halfley. Um, yeah. So, so again, it, it, it's, again, I, I mean, I guess it's better to be to be half the defensive coordinator than none, but you're stepping, uh, you know, you're stepping out of, you know, you're stepping out of position where you see how having uh, – shall we say, meandering responsibilities kind of cause problems up here on the offensive side um, and and basically stepping into that position on the defensive side down in Columbus. So I, I do find that's, that's interesting. Um, and, yes, and, I, do, I do too. And I wonder, too, if that points to that this is more of a ceremonial position for Madison, you know, bring him in as a recruiter, bring him in under day, and, uh, you know, this will be, you know, uh, a way to bring him on the staff, uh, you know, tip your hat to him, but, you know, not make him, you know, the full defensive coordinator. So, again, we, we will see. Um, boy, I, I certainly didn't see uh, uh, Ohio State sweating our defense uh, the last last year or so. So, um, so no, again, they, I think it's kind of ironic. They, they had in years prior, though. Last year was the first time 
that our defense actually collapsed, and they kept it close most of the other games we've lost. So this was uh, a one-time thing, and why it happened, I don't know, and I don't know what happened. And I think you'd have to be called named Jim Harbaugh uh, to really know what's going on there. But one thing I wouldn't like very much is if some of our pledges or commits decided that they wanted to go with Greg to Ohio State, that wouldn't play very well with me. Well, I think the nice thing about that early signing day is they did yeah, sign the letters. Yeah, that So yeah. I think the, 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 the bigger issue for me is what's happening. You know, there are a few slots open for the, the, regu- you know, the late signing day. And uh-huh. what does this mean, you know, in the out years? Um, you know, how much was Greg Madison? You know, I, I got to tell you, I thought he was a great recruiter. He was a great interview. He he always would, would uh, you know, always was pretty honest. And the impression I had is that that's one of the reasons that made him such a great recruiter is this was yeah. a guy who'd worked at Notre Dame, who'd worked at Michigan, who'd had a brief stop in the NFL and had yeah. a pedigree and a track record of creating um, not only great college players, but players who uh, went on to success in the NFL. And, and I don't, you know, you, you don't just replace that pedigree. Um, now, I, I will tell you that, the, you know, and, I, and I've mentioned this before, this rubs me wrong. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I, I do, you know, I, I'm hoping that the story does come out. I I wonder what's going on here because this just doesn't, this doesn't sit right with me. And like I said, I, I don't know what I would say to Greg Madison at this point. I just... Uh, yeah. You know, somebody who was so identified with Michigan and, um, you know, preached the Michigan gospel on the recruiting trail and and always had great things to say about Harbaugh and, and seemed to settle in. You know, I would have I would have understood if he left right away after being demoted under Hoke. But yeah. it, it seemed like he had settled in and uh, had really appreciated working just in one you know position group. So, um, again, you know, uh, there's always news in Ann Arbor. Unfortunately, a lot of it uh, is is uh, soap opera stuff, and we're going to have to see how how this uh, shakes out over the next coming weeks. I think that um, you know, if, if again, it appears that Washington is going to have a big choice to make on whether to leave. And, and again, because of his personal ties, I can understand that. The question is: is what does Harbaugh do? Now, okay, how do you how do you answer this? You know, I would say that the the horse has left the barn as far as Madison leaving. And, you know, the reports are that Madison was offered a two year extension. Now, Andy, you know how this works. Generally, when you're a couple years through your contract at Michigan, um, if they want to keep you, they've already approached you to extend. Right. We've seen that with with the other, you know, some of the other coaching positions. So it seems odd to me that his deal would have ended this year without it being, you know, extended, you know, at some point over the summer. And, you know, the news that they offered him a two-year extension, well, that that doesn't seem like a very long deal either, right? So you don't know right. if, if that was a an offer, a, a face-saving offer as he was headed out the door um, again, I really, I, I'm dying to know how this came down, you know, did, 
did did Maddie, you know, come in and say, "Hey, what do you got for me?" You know, did did Harbaugh know that they were in kind of a bidding war? And and, and the other thing about this is, you and I both know that these things just don't happen overnight. Okay, there were conversations going on. Um, you know, Urban Meyer's been gone. You know, the announcement's been been made for you know quite some time now. So one bit of good news is that Haskins has gone pro, well, and they've they've got, they've got some uh, they've got a good guy transferring. I can't remember from where, but they got another good quarterback coming in that at one time during his recruitment was considered one of the better quarterbacks in the country. Well, you know they always year. they always do, Andy. I mean that's the thing yeah. about that's the thing about Ohio State, and I'm going to tip my hat here. Is you know at Michigan um, we seem to be dependent on on the transfer of the moment, and Ohio State they they just reload with the second and third string guy next guy up. So well, this 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 guy's a transfer in. This is starting this I, year. I know, but either way, again, it, it's just another you know it's it's an embarrassment of riches, another thing. So well, I think two two key questions that we have coming up is is Harbaugh going to adjust the offense to utilize the receiving core that they got and Shea Patterson's escapability and his, his ability to throw on the run and all that. And is the defense going to learn how to play in a, they played in a, they played a, some zone in this last game that they had in the Peach Bowl, but they weren't effective at it, weren't any good at it. So, uh, can Don Brown, uh, figure out some answers there. He's got to have them, and they got to have them on offense. Those seem like the two key areas that they got to work on in this offseason this year. So who knows? The other thing I wanted to say is congratulations to John Beeline, 15 wins in a row. It's nothing to sneeze at, and they're going to Illinois in the coming week, and maybe they'll tie the record that they had tied uh, back in 13. When when they had when they went to uh, the final four game, so well, Andy, could you have imagined a time where you know what? And, and let me start with this. So, I was yeah. driving back from Atlanta, and uh, was of course bruised by what happened at the Peach Bowl. So yeah, sure. our our path back from Atlanta took us through um, Georgia and. Tennessee and then Kentucky, right? And what yep. was interesting is as we made some stops in Kentucky, you know, you make stops places and, and you'd kind of get a little business from from people about what happened to Michigan at the Peach Bowl. You'd get a couple of Go Blues. Um, we stopped in Nashville and uh, went to a museum, uh, visited where the Grand Ole Opry was, and the tour guide was a former Michigander who had actually lived in Michigan and had season tickets for basketball during the Fab Five era. So ah. he he took me aside and just, what's going on at Michigan? What's going on at football? What's going on with Harbaugh? And and that was, you know, we were down down there, you know, in the in the tourist sector and, and got a fair amount of, of grief from people, right? So yeah. we pick up, and as we're driving through Kentucky, you know, st- made a couple stops, and... The only thing people mentioned to me 
was Michigan basketball. It was like as soon as we drove into Kentucky, football didn't exist anymore. And I was thinking, you know, would you have ever imagined, you know, considering how down the basketball program was and and what a huge disgrace it was in the aftermath of the Fab Five and, and, uh, you know, the Martin scandal and such, that basketball would be our bright and shining, uh, you know, moment right now. And a ray of sunshine, a, a bright ray of sunshine, and and again doing things the right way, a clean program. You know, it, it's funny that basketball has kind of taken the spotlight away from football, and it'll be interesting to see because again, you know, basketball is doing so well. Why, of course, we're we're a little hurt by what happened in the Peach Bowl, but right now, at least temporarily. Michigan's a basketball school, and and that's you know right. we used to I, you know I said that a couple times last year jokingly, but uh, that's kind of how it feels right now. You got you got to you got to think a lot of Beeline because there's not another there's not a carbon copy of him out there. He's a a singleton and he's a great coach. Nobody has Beeline back when they weren't winning all the time. Beeline would go from Saint to Devil. In, in the blink of a loss, you know, all season long he was great and he was awful. He was great and it was awful according to the observers. Now he's just seemed to be great for a pretty substantial uh, stint of games. 15 is, is an accomplishment and 16 will be even better. Then they got to go to Wisconsin and so who knows after that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.